0: And finally, at long last, the conclusion, part two, week two, of our after-the-fall journal entries. Go back to early May. You can catch a recap episode of the week one journal entries. What you'll hear here today has never been shared anywhere. Stay tuned. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. I'm Professor Theo. Welcome to the lab. Let us wait no longer. After the fall. Week two. Journal entries. Monday. We set off on a hike from the northern hills to the magical forests surrounding Splendid University. It is there, Zara promised, that we would find the culprit. Near Splendid U? I asked. No, Zara replied. Under it. Under it? Zach and I replied in confused unison. It would take most of the day to make the trip by foot. Weapons expert Zach led the way. Mind controller Zara took up the rear of the group. I was in between the two alongside a dozen zombie-like creatures. We referred to as Z's. plodding along carefully over dirt paths and through thick brush. Tuesday. We awoke early and enjoyed a breakfast of week-old biscuits. Hard but edible, barely that we had pilfered from the remnants of a go-go gravy restaurant that bordered campus and the don't-go-there forest. We drank from a nearby freshwater stream. Zara took the lead on our short morning hike, and she seemed always on the lookout, searching for something, though she wouldn't share what with any of us. Anytime we would ask, she'd just hush us. Until... This is it. Zara was pointing at a small cave. This is what? I pleaded for an answer. She walked right into the cave. We followed hesitantly. Wednesday. Made camp for last night in the weirdest of places. The cave led to some kind of alternate universe. That sounds wild, but it's the only way I can think of to describe it. We were in a wooded area... And it looked like the don't-go-there forest and Splendid, but it felt different, eerie, evil. The place was called Glum, and it was the opposite in every way of the town of Splendid we called home. I'm familiar with Splendid University and Professor Theo's lab. We visited there once on a school field trip. Zara led us out of the forest and toward Glum University, the college at the heart of this bizarro, upside-down, opposite world. The lab at McElroy Hall was not inhabited by Professor Theo, but by one Professor Cruz. "'I see somebody figured me out,' Cruz bemoaned, as he eyed Zara and his zombie-like creations." Too little, too late, I am afraid. His laugh was menacing, and it was the last sound I heard before the room was plunged into darkness. Thursday. We awoke the next day in a dungeon, prisoners to the evil Professor Cruz, whose Pangea stone powers had helped him create this underworld and carry out a plan of total domination of the splendid world above. He created those zombie-like things, Zara explained to me and Zack. Our zombie friends were all gone, no doubt being reprogrammed. According to Zara, Cruz brainwashed a small group to pilot the program, which he called After the Fall. Like the Fall of Civilization? I added. Duh, Zack added. Try to keep up. Zara went on. He wanted everybody out of Splendid, and it worked. We all ran, hid, blamed each other, fought. Apparently, Splendid being taken over in Phase 1, Cruz had much bigger plans for future phases. Like a lot of supervillains, world domination was his eventual goal. We needed a plan of our own. He derives his strength from that Pangea Stone. There's only seven of them in all the world. One was hidden in the Splendid University Library, kept secure by Mrs. Wilson. I met her once. Nice lady. She retired last year, right? I asked, gullibly. Yeah, Zara paused. Retired. Right around the time, Cruz's best friend, Theory X, got his hands on that magical stone from the Splendid Library... He partnered with Cruz, who found his Pangaea Stone on an expedition in Spain. The two stones together are doubly powerful. The plan was to escape this dungeon, nab the Pangaea Stone, and get packed to Splendid before Cruz and X took over the world. Friday The Plan, Part 1, Escape My karate skills were little help. And Zach's weaponry just dinged off the rocks and bars that surrounded us. Zara's mind control couldn't break through the guards' thick helmets, but she caught one unaware. Unmasked only for a moment to take a drink, Zara was able to grab hold of his mind and make him unlock our prison gate. Part two of the plan involved Zach using his strength, speed, and ability to make a weapon out of just about anything to take out the dozen or so guards that we encountered on our way out of the dungeon and back to Cruz's lab. I was told my karate skills would be crucial in step three, which involved distracting Cruz himself. And distract I did. He seemed shocked to come face to face with me as I chopped, darted, and made all kinds of karate sounds that one makes when about to pounce. He was transfixed. Even to the point of laughing. But that's normal. Some people react strangely in stressful situations. Turns out Cruz is quite an accomplished martial arts master himself. After his laughter subdued, it took him little time to kick my butt and handcuff me. But when he called for his guards to come and take me away, to question angrily how such a dweeb escaped his dungeon, no one answered. Guards, answer me, now! It was in this moment that Cruz realized there were no more guards. They'd all been bested by Zack, or brainwashed by Zara. Even better, or worse, I guess, for him, in the thirty seconds or so that I had successfully diverted his attention Zara and Zack had stealthily nabbed the Pangea Stone. I tripped a flustered Cruz in an attempt to give Zara and Zack a few seconds head start, but it turns out they didn't need it. They had all the time in the world, for Zara had convinced a couple dozen of Cruz's Z-Creations to nab him and lock him up in his own dungeon. Saturday. We're back home, and with a super-powerful Pangea stone to boot. Only one, though. Seems Theory X made away with the other one when he heard the commotion in Cruz's lab. X's must have been better hid. Zara said she knows somewhere safe to keep it, and she wouldn't tell me or Zach because she was afraid we'd spill the beans under some kind of pressure. Life in Splendid has resumed to normal. Everybody has been unbrainwashed, and we're all working together to clean up, rebuild. The whole thing has brought everybody together with a common goal. My young ones, friends, are fine, as are the splinters. Mags and Murdoch survived the creepy amusement park. Donnie and Teresa stayed safe by the shore. The others... Held their own just fine downtown, thankfully. We all got together, a reunion of sorts. It was cool, good to see everyone. Of course, it wasn't just the get-together that I thought it would be. Zara had bigger plans than that. You're probably wondering why I asked everyone to meet here today, Zara said, taking charge. We're going on a trip. We're going to track down Theory X's Pangea Stone And we have a couple new recruits to help us out. Everyone, meet Tanner and Max. They know X better than anyone. They've been with him before. They've battled him. They've bested him. We're going to need their help. Welcome to the team, Tanner, Max, and listeners. That's all I have from the young person who sent in these journal entries. Wherever you are, whoever you are, I wish you the best in your journey. More to come soon. In the meantime, listeners, have a wild and wonderful and weird week. Be good to each other. Be helpers. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab is written and read by Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. I'm Rissy Joy, the proud wife and mother of these two. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Spread the word. Tell a friend. Also, please consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening.